1: Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation live podcast. I am your host, Edgar De Jesus. And yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with Mr. John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and the famous Zach, the pool boy Nicholas. Today we continue our conversation on the three core segments of your business, and today we talk about customer service. I want to welcome everyone to our live podcast, the podcast where it's all pool talk, and we ain't talking about netting and jetting and splashing and dashing, we're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. But before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, the Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, Blu-ray XL, Aquastar Pool Products, Natural Chemistry, Ray Pack, and our friends at Heritage Pool Supply. We want to welcome and thank them for their continued support. See, I
2: screwed it up oh there. right at the I beginning. The last, you, the last word. The last word. Boom, I I'm dropped like, it. I'm like chomping at the bit, <laughs> waiting to give you kudos, and then you just fall on your face right before the finish line. <laughs> and it, it was because it was a shock. I was going to
1: completely blow up the intro today, and what I was going to do is I was actually super excited because today's the first time in two and a half years, Two and a half years, first time that we are all three together in the podcast studio with our friend Spider out there. So it feels pretty good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders all. So far, we're good. Like Edgar screwed yeah. it up again yeah. in the yep, podcast. We're on, we're on track. We're good. So, Zach, good morning. Well, good morning.
3: I'm doing better than yesterday. I have to say, and that, <laughs> that's a story for another day. Hopefully, that we'll never see any of that. But yeah, I'm super excited to be here. It is unreal being in the studio together. We've done this several times with others, but to have us
1: three here today. It feels really nice. So far, it's been a couple good days, right? Yeah. It's
2: been great. It's been great. Mr. Flawless. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning. Even though we're sitting here, right, I'm looking at you guys and those that are watching videos. I feel a little left out here, as you can see. Edgar and Zach have red Pull Nation shirts on, opposed to the traditional black shirt. And I don't know. I don't think I like the red color.
1: No, it's just because it doesn't have the Nike swoosh right Right. there. That's yeah. Yeah. So our shirts are six dollars, and John's (laughs) got to wear his Nike. (laughs) <laughs> if it had a Tiger Woods Nike swoosh right there, you would be like, oh, that shirt's badass. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That too, that too but when we get the $6 shirts, he's like, yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, no. So, Mm-mm. And you know how those calls go, right, Zach? No. It's like he calls me up and he goes, hey, I need the Nike polo shirts. But last mm-hmm. time... You bought me that cheaper version of it because there's different cheaper versions. So I, I need the ones that are the $95 Nike shirts. Those are the ones. And
2: so can you get me about 10 of those and send a couple different sizes? And You like what you like when it feels good. There's a different type of weaving when it comes down to the dry fit. There really is. We've gone through 10 different types when it comes to our uniforms that we wear for our company. But... This is, I just know what I like. So I yeah, like to stick with it. I
1: just want to give a huge shout out to, first of all, Janie, because she's in studio with us. But Jamie's on the bandwagon with me and Zach with regards to the shirt.
2: So we all three get the same yeah, shirt. John's and a John... little bougie. It's yeah, he's, he's just a bougie. A bougie. <laughs> and, this is, and if you want to know the absolute real reason, is if I wore that those crap shirts, <laughs> they'd be bleached out. These They don't get bleached That's, out. Yeah. So when you're out there scrubbing tubs and you're doing what you're doing, I've gone through multiple uniforms are probably hundreds, if not thousands of dollars worth of clothes because I destroy them with chlorine. But these shirts, they don't get stained. So I look at it like you buy a quality item, you don't have to buy two or three of them. Buy nice or buy twice. So I feel the same way about uniforms. I don't consider that bougie. I consider that smart business.
1: Don't call me bougie. Don't call me bougie. (laughs) The shirts that we have with
3: our uniform company i've noticed they don't bleach out either and it right. makes a huge it difference. makes a huge difference yeah.
1: Absolutely. oh yeah hey big huge shout out to leslie which she is listening by the way leslie thanks for letting zach come up and hang out with us and play and you're holding the fort down there so big huge
3: yeah, shout and, out to you and she had a birthday on monday so no, no.
1: and you kept that quiet i know i know that's not... I'm learning though. I'm taking
2: mm. notes from you guys, dude. Did you like, put that on the calendar, mom?
1: Yeah, let's put that on the calendar, and then we could have totally had a great, great video that we could have done, huh, John? Yeah,
2: absolutely, dude. Seriously, right? Oh yeah. The big twenty-five is quite the milestone. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Huh?
1: Anyways, want to give a big, huge shout out to everybody out there listening. Guys, I think we should get started, and I think there's a couple things that we want to talk about before we jump into today's podcast. We are going to be out at the Western Pool and Spa Show. Zach and John came out. We have been back in Studio A and Janie. We've been back out in Studio A and we were shooting a lot of video content yesterday. We at least tried to shoot a lot of video content yesterday. <laughs> Let's I, call I it what like it was. It was good stuff. It was a try.
3: It would be a viral sensation if that
1: gets out. Yeah. If anybody wants any bloopers, just hit me up and I think I'll do some blooper stuff and throw it up on Instagram and TikTok and all of our social media platforms
2: out there. Let's well, kind of leave this out there. Yeah. Let imaginations run wild. I'm heading over to Edgar's house this morning, and as soon as I walk in the door, we walk in, we got breakfast tacos, we're gonna eat some breakfast, and at the table, we got the laptops up, and they're like, Hey, John, look, we got some videos that we made. And when we were doing the instructional videos yesterday, we were doing it behind a green screen. Just imagine what was put behind me while I was talking. Let your imagination run wild. We'll leave it at that. And I'm like, wow, that's the work that we did. Flew all the way out here, did all this, da-da-da-da, and we got some high-quality videos.
1: That's why it takes in 20 hours yeah, to get it exactly. done. <laughs> Here's the funny thing is I'm like, Zach, I got to do this green screen thing, and I'm sitting there on the computer and just trying to figure it out, and then I'm like, hey, let's do something funny for John. And he's all like hell yeah, let's do it. Try to find this video. Search for this and search for it. And so I'm sitting there the whole time and he's the one egging me okay. on trying to oh. find oh. other oh. stuff.
2: Oh. And, oh. And, and, and I'm sitting there just like, okay, import, import, search, import. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like- I'm just trying to figure out how you guys, where you guys had those videos accessible? Dude. That was just crazy, <laughs> uh, right? That's some interesting, interesting backgrounds you put up. <laughs> So anyways,
1: anything in the name of having fun. Of course, the whole time I was going, I better turn this laptop because if my wife comes out and says right. this, she's going to be mad. Right. She's going to be like, what the hell are you guys doing? So anyway, so we hit that. Big shout out out here to Robert out from Ocala, Florida. Shannon says, I like the red shirts. Thank oh. you, Shannon. So I think we need to get a raid shirt for John. Okay. I'll get you a Nike red shirt. Looks Is like that orange. Okay? Looks like a crayon orange. No. No? No. Maybe kind of does, maybe. Not in real life. In real life, life, it's like red, 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 red. red. So anyway, so we are working on a project that we're going to be announcing out here pretty soon at the beginning of March. We've been working on it very hard lately. We've had a whole bunch of people coming into town and been super excited about it. As a matter of fact, John, now that you're talking about making fun of me because I botched up, like literally there was four words left and I screwed up right at the end. I was sitting in the studio, and I had Jamie and Alicia and trying to walk them through the process of just relax a little bit, and you're talking to the pool pros, and if you screw up, that's okay. And you know what they said to me? They're like, you screw up all the time, and you run with it. That's your thing now, so that's not a big <laughs> deal for you. <laughs> exactly, and I'm, like, right? I'm like, ouch. <laughs> yeah, but I'm getting the bad true. rap. Yeah. I'm Truth. getting the bad rap. They're like, oh, that's normal for you. <laughs> So we've been working on this project that we're going to be announcing. One of the things that we're going to be doing is going out to the Western Pool and Spa Show out in Long Beach, and we're going to be teaching 10 classes out there. And we are super, super excited about it. Wanted to go through those really quick before we jump into today's podcast. So we're going to start off with a basic water chemistry with Alicia Stevens and really covers at a basic level the intro into water chemistry. Yeah, and then the second class that we have is the importance of filtration and how
3: it affects your bottom line, and that's going to be taught by Todd Pieri.
2: Next class is gas-fired heaters, everything you need to know, and that's with Brad Duncan with Raypack. Yes, they're going to be out here
1: March 7th, super excited to get together with them. The next class is going to be strategic branding, and Zach is going to be teaching that class. John and I will be watching from the back of the room, definitely talking about the strategic branding of your business.
3: And then we have level up your service with enzymes and water clarifiers, and that will be instructed by Jamie Novak.
2: Next class is understanding business metrics, financials, and your cost of service. And again, that's going to be taught by Zach himself. The next class is going to be
1: Introduction to Hydraulics with Steve Barnes, and again, we're just going back to really hydraulics. This plays such an important part, so just kind of basic level. Talk about that pad. Talk about how everything works and the hydraulics behind all of it. And then we
3: have Intermediate Water Chemistry, and that will be taught by Terry Arco.
2: Next is Protecting You, Your Family, and Your Business, and that's going to be taught by Danielle Barr.
1: And the last class will be an intermediate hydraulics 201 with Steve Barnes. So after you've built on hydraulics one, we'll start to go into hydraulics two a little bit more in depth out there. So those are some of the classes. Come out and visit us at the Western Pool and Spa Show out in Long Beach. We're super excited. We are all three going to go together. Last year, Zach wasn't able to go. They were ready to have a baby, so he missed all the fun out there. So we're super excited to get out to Long Beach and hang out there with everybody.
2: Yeah, and what's neat about this year, we're going to have one room. So whichever ballroom it is, and every single class is going to be taught in that room consecutively. He says ballroom. When We have a tiny little room over in the back like corner. It. <laughs> it is. Probably like 14 people, maybe.
1: We're over in the foyer over by next to the coffee. We're on the, patio. <laughs> We're on the roof. We're on the roof yeah. where it's 50 degrees and raining. <laughs> bring your umbrellas. Yeah, bring your umbrellas and your rain jackets, people, just in case. Anyway, so guys and girls out there, on the last couple of podcasts, we've been talking about the three core segments of your business. And so obviously, we talked about operations. We started talking about... Customer relations, customer service, and the first one we talked about really the loyalty side of it, right, Zach, and how all that customer service really attaches to your loyalty and how everything that you should do, you should look at how it's going to impact that loyalty because with that loyalty, it brings a lot of great aspects where you could charge more, people are going to stay with you. So talking about that customer service, we then talked about customer relations and customer relations is really the technical things that you're going to do in order to build on that customer service. So it's the processes that you put in place to then focus on that customer service. And so today what we want to do is we want to get into the customer service part of it. We talked about the loyalty, we talked about the processes, and now we want to do a deep dive into, he's about to die over there, isn't he? He's struggling over yeah, there.
2: I feel like we should put out a disclaimer. <laughs> and I'm feeling the effect of not having a red shirt on because the whole time that you're talking, you're looking at Zach and talking and you're ignoring me completely like I'm not even here. And then I get a text message from my manager Mm -hmm. over here Uh that says, why so serious with the deep voice, boo? (laughs) (laughs) Am I talking differently? I don't think it's seriousness. I think I feel neglected is what it is. So I'm sitting here going because Edgar is sitting there with doughy eyes looking at Zach and you guys have made some kind of connection. It could be the red shirts. It could
1: be the red shirts. Yeah. And I'm just blending in with the background or something like that here. It had nothing to do. Because you know how Zach is, right? So I wake up this morning. I go to sit down to have a cup of coffee. He's going through the script and he's literally sitting there going, okay, Edgar, I think when we go through the podcast and we're going at this section, I think you need to explain this part here so we can take them step by step. So as I'm doing this part here, I'm looking at him because that was the part that he wanted me to do this morning. He was like, I think you need to explain to our listeners the podcast and the series that we've gone to
2: and explain. So this part was just for you, Zach. Thank you. I walk into the house this morning and Zach is on the laptop frantically. If you can just picture him <laughs> typing in notes, just a, if it was a typewriter, you imagine the racket and the noise that'd be going on right there because he's sitting there clicking, clacking, going, putting hey, it, going to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. Typical Zach, right? We love him. He overly prepares for everything that he does because he wants to make sure that he nails it. And we're sitting here going, eh, it's going to be fine. I <laughs> know <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll send it to you right before we sit down. You'll get the script right before we sit down.
1: <laughs> oh Lord! And just complete opposite from John, right, Janie? Because I'm sitting there in the car, and he's like, "Oh, I forgot to bring my laptop. I haven't even looked at the script. Crap! How am I going to look at it on the?" I'm like, "I brought my iPad so that I could give it to you because I knew you weren't going to bring your laptop to even look at the script." Yeah, and terrible. so, hey Zach, for you, should we? Talk about John's eyes or should we just kind of let that one roll today in the podcast and just <laughs> don't know if there's one ask if his there's, manager. Yeah, ask his manager. Should we talk about his eyes? Yeah, absolutely. I want to put a picture to everybody that is listening. OK, because because oh, first of all, cut the
2: commercial spider,
1: first of <laughs> all, spider, did you notice his eyes this morning? You can't oh, wow, see you did? dude. That's good. Bro. <laughs> I was expecting Spider to go, you know what? He's looking at me a little bit longer today than usual. Normally he comes in and shakes my hand, but I was expecting Spider to go, it's a little creepy this morning. No. All right. So I'll tell you what, we're going to talk about your eyes, but we're going to save that for a little bit later on the podcast. Okay. okay? Right. But I want everybody to get a mental picture of this. So, first of all, love being in the studio. Love the fact that Janie always comes with us in the studio. And so, MZ Studios, they have an amazing setup over here. So, they can have your section where you've got the table and you've got the cameras. And then behind that, there's a separate section where there's a sofa and you can sit down and you can do the podcast there. And then there's flat screen TV and stuff like that. But Janie kind of goes and sits in that sofa. And right now, because it's cold in Texas... She brought her long jacket and she's got it like a blanket. So she literally looks like she's at home yeah. in her pajamas with a blanket over her legs, just sitting there, almost like she's just watching oh, a sure. live show, for right? Sure. Like she's just enjoying it. But what I love about it is that she will actually sit on that side of the studio and actually make fun of John, which is just
2: right over. Oh, God. On she, the side. I'm getting berated with text messages from her. And
1: just- you know what? Here's what I'm going to do I'm going to have to do a little video here. Because I'm going to have to post it so that people can see. So everybody, you're going to want to go back to YouTube, Facebook, to be able to watch this video. But I'm going to show you. So there's spider sitting in the wall. There you go, giving a big wave over there. There's John. And so John's sitting very seriously over here. John, you want to show us your eyes? You want to give us a stare there? And then you come over and you come around, and there's Janie sitting right there, just enjoying and managing everything from the process. And then there is Zach right there. So Janie has front row seats and is managing the whole process.
3: I want to point out how cold it is. And we're all bundled up in sweatshirts, and Janie's got a jacket and a scarf. And then we've got John wearing shorts, a T-shirt,
1: and Crocs. <laughs> Myself, Jamie, and Zach are like running into the building this morning and John's just walking like way behind and we're like, where's John? Oh, he's just having a smoke outside. Like, are you kidding me? He's yeah. like in shorts. It's like freaking 29 degrees desert, outside today. And I'm a
2: desert boy too. Yeah. So, I love the cold. Absolutely crazy.
1: Let's jump into the podcast for today you and you know we've been goofing around and having a great time here today but this is what I love about being in the podcast studio all together we could literally do a podcast and not talk about anything bull related one of the things that i am thinking is that at some point we should have a listener or a follower be able to come into the studio and do what Janie does and be able to come out over here and sit down and enjoy the podcast, how cool would that be? That would be pretty cool. Right? So we'll definitely have to do something like that. All right. So let's get started. Let's talk a little bit. And in talking about... The loyalty, the customer relations, and today talking about the customer service. Let's talk about why that customer service is so important. In typical fashion, Zach last night was looking up statistics on Forbes. He was like, Oh my God, Edgar, we need to throw some stats and we need to throw some numbers in here. So here's some of the stats that he found. Do you want me to read the stats or do you want to read the <laughs> you stats? Got you uh, got it. You want me to read the stats? He wants me to sound like I'm the one with the stats when it's him. So, they did an interview with a 1,000 people, and they asked their customers about willingness to switch brands or companies for better customer service, and believe it or not, 96% of customers said that they would leave for better customer service, and out of that 96, 279 said that they were extremely willing to switch. To have better customer service, 32.7 said they were very willing, and 35.5 said that they were somewhat willing to leave. And that was less than 4% that are willing to stick around. And that's actually a, a scary statistic. And I think, John, in our industry, there's such an opportunity to focus on that customer service and it's almost like a little bit of a low-hanging fruit in our industry. but that's absolutely crazy, some crazy stats. The other thing is, according to a variety of studies, US companies lose more than 62 billion dollars with a B annually due to poor customer service and seven out of 10 customers say that they've spent more money to do business with a company that delivers great service.
2: Look, I'm looking at these stats and I'm blown away. If you really think about it, not only 4% of people are loyal to who they're shopping with. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Is that what we're saying here? If you add the somewhat willing to leave, but only 4% are willing to stick around, if you don't provide. If you don't, oh, if you don't provide the service. Which is still a staggering number. So they're number. just like, they're there for and whatever. price,
3: I'm guessing yeah. those are the people that are there for cheap prices and that's really what they care about.
2: Okay, so we're at 30, 60, 70, 80. We're at over 90 still, 90, 95% of people aren't loyal Yeah, for whatever reason. And to me, that number is a little shocking. In reality, you can understand it. We have to realize that when you're not the only game in town, People have a choice, and when you have a choice, of course, money plays a factor in almost everybody's decision because we all have to have a budget and we're not billionaires, so we're not just throwing money away. We respect the money that we've earned. We have families that we need to provide for, and we just don't want to throw away our money. But we're willing to spend the money if we find a service or a provider that is willing to fulfill whatever needs you're looking for. So it makes it very critical, an eye-opener for a business owner, saying, hey, look, people have options. And just being good at your job or getting the work done isn't necessarily enough to capture that business anymore. You have to realize that it's about relationships, and it's about making that client feel good about hiring you or bringing you into their home so that you can perform whatever work you need to perform. And this goes across not just pool industry, but any industry. In order to be successful, and we keep talking about the same as over and over again, I keep saying it, but it's true, and you have to differentiate yourself from the competition. And one of those ways is you can only put a pump in so many different ways. So what's going to be different between you and the other guy or other girl? Are you going to be the one that's going to walk into the backyard, that's going to look professional, that looks like you care about what you do, you care about your image? Are you going to be the one that when customers call, you answer the phone, or if they leave you a message, you return their call immediately? Are you going to be the one that's transparent, 100% upfront with them about everything and walk them through the process? Go that extra mile, and that's going to take you from good to great, and that's what's going to keep customers going to because... It's a little bit more than just money when it comes down to shopping or picking who they want. Like I said, it's just very hypercritical that you find other ways where you can be that better service provider for the people or the community that you serve. But these numbers though, it's just crazy. Here's the one interesting thing and it makes me always think
1: about John and JJ Fallis, and that is you talk about customer service and there's a dollar value to that customer that you can charge that goes associated with that. And I think a lot of times that's just people don't think of it that way. you deliver that very high-end quality customer service, and it allows you to charge a premium just by doing that. So you talk about JJ Flawless. You talk about how you treat your customers and the customer service and that VIP service, and it allows you to stand out from everybody else in your area. And I think that's one of the biggest things that you need to focus on a business is the customer service. For me, when I started in the business, I had zero experience. I didn't know how to clean pools. I didn't know how to do any repairs. I was able to realize very quickly that if I was able to deliver a very high quality customer service, two things were going to happen. One, it was going to be able to mask that lack of knowledge that I had. And two, I was able to deliver that high quality customer service that they weren't getting and I was able to still get a premium. So, not only was I starting in the industry, didn't have a a lot of experience, didn't have that confidence in the backyard because I went by that. But as I started to realize that, hey, if you deliver that high quality customer service, these people are willing to pay for that. And so I think every business, every pool pro out there that's starting to get into business, you need to put a game plan in place for customer service. And it's not just something simple of, oh, I just do great customer service. It's like, There's a thought, there's a strategy behind it that goes with everything that it is that you're doing. But to me in our industry, I always think that it's a small hanging fruit to be able to do that because I went
2: through it. No, 100%. I think you landed on a good point when you, when I first started too in this, right? I knew nothing. I knew nothing. I spent a year studying, reading books, watching videos and learning how to do things a hundred different ways, 99 of them the wrong way. So it was tough, but even when we first started, And the reality is you have to know this is that even though you're still learning, you know a lot more than what that client knows. And I think when you feel inadequate like that, it's actually a good thing. And it's a characteristic of a serial entrepreneur and an entrepreneur who is going to be successful one day because you're always striving to do better and learn and do more, right? So that's a good feeling. You just got to be able to figure out a way to harness that and use it for your benefit. But the customer service and the relationship thing is that's the home, that's the way you knock it out the park. With clients, people want to feel important. They don't want to feel one of many. They want to feel like one of very few. And how many times do you have a conversation with one of your brothers or your sisters out there in the pool industry and they're like, everybody thinks that, you know, that they're the most important, right? Or I'm going to stop everything just, yes, that's what they think. And that's what they want, regardless of what they're paying you. They don't know whether if they're paying you 90 bucks, 100 bucks, 200 or $300, they don't know where that falls into play. But you as a business owner, that's where it's your responsibility. And like you were talking about, Edgar, with us and our approach, we sat and we figured out, go, look, dude, we live in an area that has more pools per capita than anywhere else in the country or the world. We have tons of pools. You Google map or Google earth or whatever the heck you want to call it. We have so many country clubs and golf clubs or golf courses Every home on these country clubs has a pool. It's just obscene. So what happens when you have so many pools? You have so many different pool guys and pool girls out there. Dude, you're just going to be one of many millions in the sea. And we might have the most pools. We have the most pool companies too because you can drive anywhere and for a short distance, five miles, and probably see 20 pool trucks all different companies. So what do you do? And when I came up with the business plan and I was figuring out, and I said, okay, great. We have to figure out, all right, I'm going to be one of many, but how am I going to differentiate myself from everybody? And in every industry, there's always going to be an average, there's going to be a good, there's going to be a better, and there's going to be a great. And I believe that the pie is very big. And the same reason, and I've talked about this before, any corner you go to and you see a gas station, Caddy corner to that gas station is another gas station and another gas, how do these places survive? All right, because there's so many cars out there and they need- there's so much business. <laughs> There's so much business out there. You can get that piece of the pie. And then you got one corner where you got one place that's selling the gas at 20 cents more expensive than the other one. And they're still running and getting what they're doing. But they're selling it on the theory that their gas is higher quality. And that's why people choose to go there because they have, might have a nicer car or they like to take good care of their vehicles. And maybe that's why they're going to spend 20, 30, 40 cents more gallon because they want VTech or they want to have this with their gas. They make that conscious decision. Those companies aren't afraid to advertise and say, Yeah, we're more expensive, but we're better. And we're not charging you more because we want to charge you more. We're charging you more because we're giving you more. And if you're looking for better value, or if you're looking for more value, or if you're looking for better quality, then drive over to this corner and fill up your gas tank
3: and a lot of times i think that and we're talking customer relations customer service and all this stuff and with customer service a lot more of the interaction piece and things like that but using your gas station example how many times is the one gas station over here not looking very great not well kept you go over this one they have clean bathrooms they have someone that's nice to you when you walk in and welcomes you the coffee's fresh. I think what we tend to overlook is how simple and basic it can be and the massive ROI that you can get out of it. And the thing is that it is probably one of the most inexpensive things you can do, these customer interactions, this customer service piece to immediately elevate yourself. You talked about all the pool trucks in the area. Some of these simple things have no real cost to them. You change the way you talk, you personalize conversation, whatever it is. It's not hard, but we tend to overlook that and we look at other things that, oh, how do we generate more revenue? And it's things that come at a higher cost than just simply doing
2: some of these basic things. No. And look, to take it even further, is, and I touched on it a little bit earlier, is that, look, 99% of every client, when you go there and you're installing a pump, us as pool professionals, we can go and look at 99 different pump installs and we can see the difference in quality of work, but a customer doesn't know. And you can say, yeah, I'm the best at what I do, I'm great at what I do, or I'm certified, I'm licensed, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm whatever it may be. I've been doing this X amount of time, I'm doing whatever. A customers not going to know the difference, and they're not going to walk by. Oh my God, that pump, that plumbing. Look at that, no drip. Look at those glue. <laughs> look, at those, look at those. Right. <laughs> look at those fittings. Right. Look at those. That glue line. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, that's right? a sweep. To them, they don't see that. And even though that you might be better than the rest, and provide that amazing craftsmanship out in their pool equipment by the shed behind the bushes, over where the dog shits. <laughs> even though we take pride in the work that we do, but they don't really get to see that. So how do how are they going to turn around and go, Oh, you got to, you know what, if you do anything in life, you need to get your pump installed by JJ Flawless Pools because you should see the way he plumbed that pipe. You know? a sweeper. He's yes, a sweeper. He, oh, God. <laughs> I brought, it, I busted out the level, and I looked at it. It was dead on. Every pipe was level. Everything was to specs. That glue was just unbelievable. Not one Me- drip. No Measurements are all anywhere. even. Everything. He masked <laughs> everything odd. off. When he painted, it was just unbelievable. You have to get it done one day. You're not going to get that. But if you go, hey, man, how's your pool guy? If we just met with this company, and wow, are they on top. Of it, they were professional, they called me by name, they remembered who we were, they were respectful, they answered all my questions, they did this and that. Those are the types of things where you're going to get your biggest bang for the buck. And the reality is, that's the easiest part of it. For some people, it's hard to do that customer service thing, but the reality is, as a business owner, in order to be truly successful, you need to be able to somewhat master that. And if you can't do it yourself, And this is what I talk about all the time is you have to be strength-based and you have to recognize what your weaknesses are and your opportunities are. And if you suck at customer service or you're just not a people person and you can't put on that show or that Broadway show for them and put on that hat and say, look, I can be the great customer service type of person, then find somebody who can accept your faults except where maybe you're a little weaker at and you're not good at, and then bring somebody on board that excels and that enjoys doing that, and then watch it explode. Watch how things change. And those types of customers, when you nail that part of your business to customer service part of your business, that is where you seriously, it's a snowball effect. And happy customers will talk to other customers, right, and they will do the sale for you. They will get you more clientele. And you won't need to worry about a lot of things like marketing and advertising or wondering where your next pump install is going to come from or getting to the point where you're afraid to lose a client. It's a crap account and you dread going back there or your employee dreads going back there, but you can't lose it because you're tied on funds and you don't have anybody on the bench or you don't have anybody on deck to fill that position. So now you're putting yourself in a position where, oh man, I really can't lose this client. So I'm going to continue to get put up with their crap. And then what ends up happening, you end up being miserable at what you're doing or the technician that's working, they're miserable at what they're doing. And then that just cascades and it just creates this huge issue. And I'm not trying to be overly dramatic here, but this is the truth. And these are the things that just start happening that if you don't nip it in the butt and figure it out, then you're going to go through a bunch of unnecessary drama that you don't need to go through as a company. And that's where I find that businesses really struggle. And that's where they get the breaking point. And you see somebody who's been in the industry that just started and is all gung-ho and happy and feels good. And then you talk to somebody who's been doing it for a decade and you see them and they look like they've aged 80 years and that they're just destroyed physically and emotionally and they're just beat up shouldn't have to be that way and i think a lot of that has to come down to the customer service portion of it and us not taking it as serious as we should
3: yeah and i'm just going to go back it's a very simple thing and on the flip side of generating good reviews that line up the jobs you can generate bad reviews on bad customer service which will just create more of a roadblock so What we wanna do next is we kinda wanna go through some reasons why focusing on your customer service will have a huge ROI and pay you back big time. And the first one that I'm gonna go over is more customer loyalty. And ultimately, when we've talked about customer relations, now we're talking about customer service, the end game that we're trying to achieve is that ultimate customer loyalty. So when you have a great relationship with your customers, it's unlikely that they're going to leave you for another company. Here's a big piece of this even
2: if the other company offers a better price. Amen. And look, satisfied customers are going to trust you. They're going to recommend your products and your services to their friends and their families, and that's free advertising. I just talked about this with passive income from simply creating a positive customer service experience. And to go a little further on what you said, Zach, and I think it's important, is even if other companies offer a better price, they're more willing to stay with you. And- I want to emphasize something, and this is something that you should do. And we charge, or I don't think we charge enough, but we charge a lot in our market right, compared to other pool service companies. And I've learned, and transparency is key, and when we speak to customers, I am the first person to tell them, hey, look, I am going to be the most expensive pool service company, quote, you've ever gotten when it comes down to service. Chances are. I'm fully aware of my market. I understand what my competition offers and what they charge. I'm aware of the service that's provided because I ask questions, because I've been around, because I've seen the work, I've spoken to people, and hear me out. And just so you know, we are going to be by far the most expensive, probably. And I just want to get that out here. But along with our service, this is what you can expect from us. And you have to add value to everything, to a reason why. Not just say oh, I don't know how they do it or how they why they're charging what they're charging. I can't afford it. That's part of it. But you can't just say, oh, yeah, I charge more because I think I should get more. No, it doesn't work that way. You need to be able to present the value. And it's a package and say, hey, look, now you have a choice, Mr. and Mr. Customer. Now, what do you choose to do? And it is very important that you do that. And I cannot emphasize enough that if you were going to charge a premium, you need to let the customer know that it's a premium as well. And that is the truth because you don't want anybody or a client, and I learned this one time, this happened to me once, and this was many years ago. I think it was like six, seven years ago we had an issue with one client. And ever since then, I vowed to say, hey, look, I'm never going to do this again, and I'm going to be 100% upfront. And I'm going to do it this way so I'll never have this problem because I don't want another client calling me up and thinking that I ripped them off, even though I know I didn't. And I'm going to get into a story here. And I think I talked about the story years ago, but I'm going to say it again. At the time in my area, at that time, people were servicing pools and they still do service pools twice a week. And the average rate at that time was about $80, $90 a week and $90 a month to service pools twice a week. My minimum back then was $150 per month, and that was at once a week. So in reality, we were charging almost four times as much because instead of coming eight times a month or nine times a month, we're only coming four times a month. So cutting the service in half and then charging double. And to me, that was the only thing that made sense for our business model and what we were trying to accomplish and the work we were doing. Even though I had an amazing relationship with this client, there was never a complaint, and we delivered 100% of the time. One day, I get a phone call saying that, you know what, we're canceling service, John. And, of course, I asked why. Or was there something that we did or whatever? whatever? And it was because there was another pool guy that was across the street that came by or they talked to or said something to them or asked them or whatever about a pool and found out that the neighbor was talking to the neighbor And he was servicing the pools for seventy-five dollars for twice a week. And to them, they said, Well, I'm getting charged 150 and you're getting charged, you're charging seventy-five dollars or whatever. And then they said, Well, John, we don't appreciate being ripped off. And I'm like, Wow, sorry to feel that way. (laughs) You know what I mean? Ouch. So my bad. I took it as a lesson and I said, Okay, moving forward, I'm gonna be very transparent. You can ask Mama. And I bring know almost all the quotes because I want her to get used to it and get comfortable doing it. And I'm like, well, the first thing I go, look, first thing we're going to do is I'm going to let you know that this is what we charge. This is our minimum. And when we're on the phone, before I even go out to the customer's home, I'm like, look, this is my minimum because everybody wants to know w- what you charge over the phone. And I go, I can't provide that unless I look at the property. I need to be there. I need to talk to you. I need to see if we're a good fit. I need to look at the landscaping. I need to look at these things. I need to know how much it's going to cost because I don't just throw a number out there. I go, but I do have a minimum, a funding gate, whereas I don't care if it's a 5000 gallon pool, a spa or a 15,000 gallon pool. This is my minimum. And if you're okay with that, then we'll set an appointment up and I'll come out there and we'll talk. So when I qualify them over the phone and they agree to it, they already have the realization and they understand that we're already one going to be more money and this is how much it's going to be. So I'm not going to walk out there and waste their time and waste my time. Who wants to go out there and go, Oh, you're way too expensive. So we eliminate that over the phone. And then we go out there and we have the conversation and I explain to them and I tell them, I go, look, you're probably paying X amount of money. If they're a new homeowner, especially, and they've never had a pool, I go, I want to let you know that you can call up and you can find other companies that will charge roughly around this much. To service your pool. We do things a little differently. And this is what we charge and why we charge what we charge. And this is a service that we provide. But I want you to make a choice and feel comfortable with what you do. And nine out of 10 times when I'm out there and we've already pre-qualified and we closed a deal, money's not an issue. And what's beautiful about it as well is that these clients talk to their other customers, other neighbors. And when they find out what they're paying their pool guy across the street, they're gonna say, no, 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 John or flawless pools. I pay them this much and I know I pay more money because I get this amount of service and I feel good about it. It's like almost it's a different thing. It's now imagine you got someone's r- rolling around in a Mercedes and then someone's rolling around in a Pinto. I know I spent more money. I'm not saying that the other services that don't get me that, but people feel comfortable with what they paid because they know what they paid for. They made that choice to buy that expensive car or that luxury car when they when they both get them to the same place doing whatever they're doing but there's added on value there features comfort quality or whatever it may be so people feel confident referring you. And then when they do refer you, the beautiful thing, and I don't mean to keep ranting, Edgerson. in going, come on, John, you keep talking and talking. <laughs> is something, but this is, I'm very passionate about this. When they do refer you, they go, hey, look, this is John and this is Janie or this is Flawless Pools and this is what I'm paying. And they're already going to expect to pay that. So you don't have that hill to climb anymore. So those referrals are shoe-ins. But that's all part of the customer service aspect of it. So
1: Sometimes it could go into that gray area, John, but when you're having those conversations with those customers and you're doing it in that respectful way, you're talking about, yeah, you can find somebody else cheaper. You're not coming up and you're being rude about it, but you're setting that expectation. You're setting it in a way that's professional. And Sometimes that gets blurred with the customer service, but that's a great aspect of the customer service that you have your standards, here's your expectation. And it's a two way relationship. It is. It's a two way relationship. So you're going to sit there and you're going to talk to them and you're going to explain how it is. And they're going to take that in turn in you know what? I have other companies that don't tell me the truth, that don't tell me how they operate, that don't tell me their expectations. And then they respect that. And
2: from a customer service standpoint, that ends up being a huge thing. When you said it's a two-way street, it is. And this is one of the lines I use when I'm talking to clients. And they go, why do we need to be there? Why do you want to meet? And I go, because look, I need to find if you're a good fit for us. This isn't only whether or not I'm not here looking for this. I need to have this job or I need this account. And that message is not being given off to the client. And they get that. It's not being arrogant, but it's being confident. And people appreciate that because they respect that. And if you go there and you talk, look, I just want to make sure because there's a lot more that's important to me than just getting this account at this dollar amount. I want to make sure you're not a pain in the ass. I want to make sure that you're not going to make me or my technicians not want to work here anymore or do their job. It's not worth it. There's things that are worth more than just dollars. So it's not that. And when you're candid with them, dude, they completely respect that because they know where they stand, and it is a two-way street, just like what you said, Edgar, it is. And a
1: lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't have the... They just think that's a difficult conversation, so they don't have that conversation.
2: Now, you can talk... You can actually say something, though. <laughs> Sorry for taking, me Yeah. No, it's your turn. It's me again? You
1: finished, and it's your turn again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> So anyways, no, I agree 100%. And I think that's one of the things that as pool pros, a lot of us pool pros at the beginning don't do, right? We're in the backyard, we keep to ourselves. but you have to build that relationship and you have to set the expectation from both sides. Another thing that when you start talking about customer service and you start talking about all of that is like you, John, Zach, you deliver that great customer service It builds your business's reputation and your credibility. We've talked plenty of times where you've had people that are way out of line, (laughs) right? And we all deal with those customers that are A, unreasonable, that are rude, right? You're never going to be able to have 100 customers that are just 100 happy-go-lucky customers. It's just never going to happen. But what happens is even in those difficult situations, if you handle those customers right you're not giving them a reason to be able to go out there and bash you and break down that brand that you're trying to build and that you're trying to maintain. So focusing on that customer service and whether it's uh, the little things that you do, answering the phones or being attentive or being empathetic or doing that or handling a difficult situation in a very professional way, it really builds your brand's reputation and your credibility. And so if you're trying to, be the pool boys and take that to the next level, you have to do that. You have to be able to deliver so that you could build on that brand and that credibility.
3: Yeah. And I think that's been just one of our, the biggest contributor to our growth and success in all honesty. Cause at the end of the day, we're all out there doing very similar things, but, and that's the things that I found similar to you, Edgar is like, okay, I, all the technical stuff, like it takes time to learn. What can I immediately deliver on? And it was the customer service side of things. And what's the cheapest, right? It didn't cost me a lot, just being nice and have a nice conversation being transparent. And you said something at some point, and there's a leniency to it, and I know we talked about this in the customer relations, but when you have built that trust and you provide that customer service, if you mess up, which we're all human, right, so we make mistakes, there's just a certain level of extra leniency that you get from your customer, and they're not immediately going to get mad at you and then go on and leave you for someone else.
2: Look, and I touched on this a little bit, and I want to touch a little bit more on it. And I think this is a very important and critical to any successful business. And sometimes we really don't think about it, and because this is really long term type of stuff. As humans, we tend to keep our eyes on the shiny object, right? The thing that's right in front of us, and we get distracted about what really matters and what's important and long term benefits. Great customer service, right? And being able to match yourself with great clients and to have a good clientele, you have to remember the impact that it has on employee morale and their attitude. When your customers are happy, your employees are more likely to be happy. You have to remember that you have two customers. You have an internal and you have an external customer. As a business owner, especially when you have technicians, you're not only providing great customer service to your external customers, which are your clients, But you need to provide that great customer service or that great experience to your internal customers, which are your employees. And it all correlates. I had a buddy of mine, because we've talked about, and this was, I don't know, about a year ago. I was giving him a conversation or giving him a tip about my top 10, my bottom 10 that I have with clients. And it's, I have my top 10 clients, and I have them graded, and then I have my bottom 10 accounts. And that's how we constantly grow and we create that cherry, that perfect account, that perfect route. Where when instead of we could be full and we have a waiting list of people that might want to take us on for service and or we can't take on another client, but we still go out there and interview the client and interview the property and talk to them because you don't know that client or that account could take over or could be higher on that list on your top 10, bottom ten. And then you can drop one of that bottom ten and then you can fill them in. So even though you can't take on another client, but you can swap out a bad account and then do it that way. And what I was getting at with my buddy is I said, hey, look, instead of trying to max out and why don't you do this top 10, bottom 10 and then start talking to your employees, see what come up with a list of what accounts they like or which accounts they love and which accounts they hate. And he jumped on and did it and he said, look, he went to his technicians and said, I want you to write the bottom three accounts that you hate going to the most. All, every single one of them. And he took those accounts, and as soon as he they turned them in, he turns around and he fires all those customers, right? And he goes, okay, we're getting rid of them all. And the immediate impact on the employee morale was, like, skyrocketed. It changed because we all have those – look – when you're a single polar and you own the business and that money's coming to you, right? And you know it's your company reputation, even us when we go into a backyard, we all have a pool that we just dread going to. And for whatever reason, and it just might be because the just because of the customer, because of the pool, because of the landscaping, because it's out of the way, because of you have to hike fifteen miles to get to the backyard. You can't take your cart back, whatever it may be. We all have one of those that we dread going to. And then we all have the pools that we love going to because they're you, have to, you walk back there and it's like, dude, I feel guilty almost on how good this pool looks. That I'm going to have to sit there and put on a show. I feel guilty I have to put on a show because the pool looks so perfect. This is what I tell clients. I go, look, man, I go, when I come into your backyard, at minimum, I'm here for 15 minutes. That's what it takes for me to go through the process. and For me to go through everything, testing, brushing, doing emptying baskets, stuff like that, 15 minutes is it. But Sometimes we have to be here for 45 minutes. Sometimes we have to be here for an hour. But my goal is when I walk into the backyard, I want it to look like I just left it. And not because I don't want to do the work, Mr. and Mr. Customer. It's because I know when that happens that you've enjoyed six days of a perfectly beautiful, clean pool. And we've done our job because a correctly operating pool can take care of itself. I don't know how many pools we've gone to. We just did it again. Mama had a pool that she just absolutely dread going to. And as a business owner, you still dread it. And I'm like, okay. And I went down there with her just last week and we did a couple simple things. We cleared a suction line, right? We added a weird door. You know what I mean? We put new pump in, rebuilt a couple valves. It was a newer account. We got it going. And all of a sudden this pool's running Perfectly. And then all of a sudden, now it went from her bottom 10 to one of her top pools. And then we have a cleaner in it and it's just running perfectly. We have to be cognizant. We have to take into consideration, if especially if we have technicians and your internal customers, how they feel. You want to make, because eventually, no matter how good they are, if they hate what they do, eventually it's going to start to show and it'll start to destroy the morale within your company. Yeah, I know. And it's
1: one of those, again, I'm going to come back to the same thing. You talk about customer service. There's a strategy behind it and it affects all the different areas of your business. But think about how huge that is that you go back to your employees and you're like, give me the customers that you don't like and you fire them. Those guys are going to be fired up like big time. That's huge. Hey guys, let's do this. Let's take a word from our sponsors. When we come back, we will continue our conversation.
0: (music) Blu-ray all day.
4: Star's new pipeline cartridge filters available in two sizes deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today.
0: Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high-range removal with Pro Series. Series Foss remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypak's new Avia HD models that utilize Nitec, their exclusive industry-first technology. Nitec heat exchanger technology is Raypac's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to copper nickel in critical surfaces, Nitec creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash Well,
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation Live podcast. We continue our conversation today. We are in studio with Mr. J.J. Flawless. I think we need to talk about those eyes here in a minute. Talk to our boy, Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas. I was going to say something else, and then I just held back. We need to come up with something for Janie. What is Janie, John? Mama Bear. Mama, no, no, Mama Bear, no, 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 Mama Bear don't work. What do you think, Zach? So you're the famous pool boy. John's the fastest knitter in the West. What is Mama?
2: The most beautiful pool girl in the world. Oh my God,
1: here we go. Janie, do you have any ideas for yourself back over there? No? No? Okay. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little bit. So anyways, squirrel, squirrel, right? So... Welcome back, everybody. We continue our conversation with regards to customer service. A lot of great points that we've talked about here today. What we want to do is believe it or not, we're running out of time, but it doesn't feel like it's been that long, does it? Leslie says pool princess. Pool princess. Oh, pool princess. It has to tie into the whole, but you're the pool boy, so it ties into that. You know, and everybody listening, go in and jump in here and give us a, a thoughts on some oh, names. Oh no, 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 Shannon. No, no, we're Shannon. Not.
2: Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> no. You don't want to I, do that. I like I like my our friends out there. <laughs> I'm <laughs> hey, very, I'm um, very protective of Mama.
1: Look at that. Even Spider has a cool name. I just dawned on me, Spider. Do you know Spider's name? <laughs> <laughs> They call him the recluse. (laughs) The spider, the spider, the recluse. Is that it? Spider the DJ. That's a good one. So, Janie, nothing? No? No? Okay. We're going to have to keep thinking about that one there for a minute and see. I'm trying to figure out. I got John's notes over here, and I just do not know what he did with... The iPad. He's playing little video games over here, Zach. (laughs) Solitaire. He's playing Solitaire. While he's talking, he's got the iPad like this and he's playing Solitaire on there. Oops, sorry about that, John. Let's continue our conversation. So let's jump right back in here. And I think one of the things that we should do is we should talk about the four core items of great customer service. And I will start. I think that the first one, when you start talking about the core items is really that customer service needs to be personalized and this is one where I really would focus on every customer individually and what I mean by that is you can't come up with something and just use blanket statement if you're trying to build a relationship with somebody and I'll give you a simple easy one obviously we're in Dallas so everybody out here talks about the Cowboys but You're going into a backyard, you're trying to build that relationship with that customer. You can't sit there and go to everybody, hey, how about them Cowboys? Because there are a lot of people that don't care about the Dallas Cowboys. That's not their interest. That's not their focus. That's not what they're interested in. So if I was to come to John and go, hey, John, let's talk football, John would be like, no, let's not. I go to Zach and I go, hey, Zach, let's talk football. And you're like, "Mm, no, I've got no interest. So if you want to create that personal relationship, you really have to look for Those items that are of interest to that person, and it's going to change from customer to customer. It's going to change from employee to employee, right? What motivates one employee is not going to motivate the other employee. So really what's important is that as you try to focus on that customer service, that you really personalize
2: that interaction to each one of those people. It all comes down to sales, really. And when you build a relationship with somebody, or if you're a salesman or a saleswoman, and this is what I taught, is you find you ask lifestyle questions. And here's some very specific questions you ask when you're talking to people so that you can understand what their interests are, what's important. So let's say I'm just going to throw something out there. And this is what we used to do before. But if somebody comes in and says, hey, I want a computer, right? And we're talking just sales or I want a computer and they go, okay. And then as a salesman, you can take them to a computer that's $300. You can take them to a computer that's $4,000 and then anything in between. And you don't know at that time, if you take them to the most expensive one, they go, I don't you know, what's up? Why don't I want this one? But if you talk to the customer and say, hey, what brings you in today? Why do you need a computer? What are you trying to do with the computer? If they go, oh, my kid wants to play games. All right, great. So- What you do is you get that lifestyle thing, and then now when you go to recommend something, you turn around and you go, hey... I didn't show you this $400 computer because it has an integrated video card and it's not going to handle it and you're not going to be happy with it. Based on what you told me and the kid, this is what we're offering you, this computer. Same thing applies to pools. And when you're talking to clients and you're in their backyard and you ask them, what do you use your pool for? Or what do you want your pool to do? And oh, sometimes my wife and I, when we go out to dinner, sometimes we like to come home and jump into the hot tub and drink a glass of wine or whatever. Okay, great. So did you know that we can offer you remote access, right? Let's upgrade your automation. We'll give you an opportunity here. So now, don't you hate when you do that? You go out to dinner. You got to go out to eat. Now you come home. Now you have to walk out there. Now you have to turn on the heater and mess with it. Now you have to wait 30, 45 minutes for it to get hot. You lost the mood. Wife's already tired, you guys are already to go to sleep and it's lost. But now imagine being able to go out to dinner with your wife on Valentine's or whatever and go, hey, when we get home, I'm gonna get the hot tub ready to log in on your app. You turn on the spa, you got it cooking. So by the time you get home, the spa's already at 104 degrees, jets are going, the lights are going, you know what I mean? And you're ready to rock and roll. You tie it into their need, right? But if that client goes, I don't use my pool. I hate my pool. I wish I can fill it in. I've never (laughs) swam in it once, but it's it's there. It's just there. You know what I mean? They're probably not really going to care about that. That's not really it. But for a customer like that, I would go, okay, I get it. It's a money pit. I go, but I'm looking at your pump here. You have a single speed pump. How about we get you into a variable speed pump? You're going to make a little bit more of an investment right now, but it's going to pay for itself immediately after a year. But more importantly, not only is it going to pay for itself, but it's going to start paying you money back. So if, if you can save an extra 30 bucks 40 50 bucks a month in your electrical bill, this money pit becomes a little bit less of a money pit for you. Or I see a couple leaks here. You're losing water whatever. But you ask those questions and you qualify them and you find out. Now when you base your recommendations, you're recommending them based off their needs. So it's no longer you trying to sell them something and you're just trying to sell me and make more money. What you're doing is you're trying to solve a problem or you're trying to fulfill a need that I have that I didn't know could be fixed or was even capable. And you turn the tables that way. And when you can approach sales or customer service that way, now you become the trusted friend or you become the trusted individual that people trust you in making the right calls and decisions. You're doing it because it's in their best interest, not in your best interest as a company. But the reality is, it serves both of you well because you build that trust with them. And then now more prone, or they're more apt to agree with you when it comes down to any recommendations or anything that you need to do.
3: I want to take that a step further, too, because when we talk about customer service interactions and personalizing it to the customer, that's even as far as like on the phone. I don't know about y'all, but I have customers that they call. And I know they just want to get to the point, get to the business. So I tailor that conversation to them. I relay the information they need. Boom, boom, boom. Thank you. Have a nice day. We'll talk to you soon. Whatever. And then I have that other customer that wants to chat for 15 minutes. How's everyone doing? How's it going? Every interaction with the customer, you have to take a different approach and treat it differently. But if you're just if you're always short and you use that as your blanket in every customer interaction, that's not gonna work for everyone. And other people are gonna perceive that in maybe a negative way or something along those lines. So it is very important to personalize that. The next thing under the core items that we're talking about here, make it convenient and be available customers want to be able to reach you or reach someone in your company when they call. And this is a big complaint when it comes to customer service that we hear, and we hear it all the time. I called and they never return. my called, or I called and they don't answer. And it's absolutely understandable that if you're out there and you're doing the work and... Maybe you don't have someone in the office like you can't be on the phone all the time because you have to be doing the work as well. Take steps or get creative with it and set up your voicemail too where it tells them, hey, I'm with the customer right now. Go ahead and shoot me a text. I can respond quicker. If Your call is very important. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. But be prompt in responding and try to make yourself as available as you can. But you have to
2: ultimately do what works for you. you, know, you got to be proactive, as well customers want you to be proactive in reaching out to them if they're having a problem with their pool their equipment they want to know about it and they want you to communicate to them so that it can be fixed or corrected or at least they can be made aware of it so they can make a proper choice you have to be proactive and deal with the issues they're going to be happy that you kept them in the loop i know when we first started and you feel like almost when something's wrong with the pool you feel like as if like it's your fault or something And the sooner you can let go of that bag of guilt or whatever and realize that, hey, look, this just happens. And you're there to service the pool and to take care of their equipment and to fix and repair and replace and do whatever you need to do. But you're not responsible for that pump that went out. It's not your fault. As long as you're doing your job correctly, this is just a part of owning a pool. And I think a lot of business owners or a lot of guys and girls that are just getting in the industry, they feel guilty almost. That, hey, like, I don't want to say anything because I don't want them to think it's my fault. What about when you
1: replace a pump and then the next thing you know, the salt system goes out or the filter breaks And you're you're uh, in that spot where you're like, or two things break, right? You did a sensor and you said now something, you feel so guilty. You're like, I can't tell them that
2: broke now. (laughs) Yeah. Or, you know, to take it even further is how about that when you're first starting and you're getting there and you're so hungry to get the account, right, that people get and they forget to point out and go through a checklist of things that are wrong with it. Great point. And because they're just looking to get, well, I just want to close the account. And then now you feel guilty a month later, a week later, tell them, oh, we got to fix all this stuff that we never <laughs> talked about. So you don't do it. And then now you got to deal with it. And this is a huge headache of a pool. And the, probably the company beforehand, you know what I mean? Either one of two things happened. They told them and they were too cheap to fix it. And that's why they're searching for somebody else. Or they neglected, they didn't say anything, they were doing the same thing too, but then now you've inherited that problem, and now they're thinking all of a sudden, now I had this guy, I had no problems, and now all of a sudden I'm hiring you and I got all these problems. So, you have to get over that, and anybody out there who says that they didn't feel that before at one time, I'm afraid you're kidding yourself, because even we felt that way.
3: I still feel it sometimes. You know,
2: and it really comes down to, again, what we talk about, education and knowledge, right? If you're not very comfortable of understanding why things happen, then you somehow feel like you might be part of the problem or that you might have caused it but when you educate yourself and you know how things work and what happens then you can help remove that guilt because people just it's human nature if you a person that cares and you give a shit you usually feel oh man i feel bad and sometimes with me too i talk to my clients i'm like I'm sorry it is what it is yeah. This is what it's at, and I'm telling you, and this is what I do when we go out there and I talk to customers, and I say, hey, look, part of our service is we're going to run through a litany of tests. I know I keep dragging my hands, and Edgar is yelling at me. If I was close enough to him right now, he would be kicking me because I keep dragging my hands across the table and making noise. So I, I sit here and I laugh because so we made him take off his bracelet. Now, yeah, now I'm going to put, I'm gonna put my hands in my lap, and then I'm going to try to talk like this. Don't do that, John. Right. do that. Don't do that. (laughs) I tell the clients, I go, look, when I come out here and I quote the pool, I get a bird's eye view and I get a good feeling. I go, but I don't jump into your equipment. I'm not turning on heaters. I'm not opening up filters before you even hired me. I'm not doing any of that. I go, so when you first hire us, our first service, we come out and we run through a test of things that need to get done. And at that time, we're going to find and I can give them an idea of, hey, look, I've seen this. I see this, but we're going to open things up and we're going to test things. And before we can assume service and before we can start service, we need to make sure that your pool is up and running correctly. And they appreciate that. And nine out of 10 times, I get clients that tell me, oh, my God, I'm so thankful that you did this. Just with John, when was it? Two weeks ago, we opened up his filters. We started this account. I go, look, before I clean these filters, I'm going to open them up from based on the history and things that you're telling me. I go, if I don't need to clean them and we need to replace them, I'm not going to charge you to clean them. I'm just going to tell you, hey, I'm going to close her back up and we're going to get you new cartridges. He's all, absolutely. He's all, sure. So we go out there, we do, we open it up. The cartridges look like they ran through a a shredder. There's no way. And there's still OEM Pentair cartridges. And this filter has been there for 10 years. So these cartridges are at least 10 years old. And I brought John out there and I go, look, come here. And I go, I just want to show you. I go... I'm not even going to waste my time trying to clean this. I go, what we're going to do is we need to replace them. It's going to cost you X amount of money. He's all, sure. Perfect. Thank you. I go there and he's all, one well, quick, get them done. And the next time we come service, I'm not going to do a separate service call. The next time I'm here to service, it's only going to take me a few seconds, dah, 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 whatever for me to do it. And I did it. As I was leaving that day and walking out, he comes out and he runs and he, John, John, and he runs out and he, he pulls me aside. And he's all, I just want to thank you. I'm like, for what? He said, just because nobody's ever done anything like that before with my... I don't even know if my last pool guy ever cleaned my filters. He never told me I needed to. He never told me I needed to replace some or anything like that. I just want to think and I appreciate and I know now the difference that you're talking about. The difference in quality of service and i'm thinking in my house i'm like dude this is so basic but people appreciate it and you'll find it that when you have that candid conversation with them and you let them know more times than not they're not going to look at you like you're trying to rip them off they're going to actually shake your head and appreciate that you're taking care of their pool for them so it's very important to be proactive absolutely hey before we take our final word from our
1: sponsors here I want to jump on here, John, and I want you to listen to a couple of these. And John's going to look at me and be like, Edgar, you're so distracted today, but I'm having such a good time on this chat side over here. So here's the following names for Janie. Okay. Let's watch his reaction, Zach. All right. Ready? So the first one was Princess of Pools that we talked about. The next one was Miss Ninja. I like that. Cannonball Mama. I don't like that. Oh what? <laughs> that's his pick. What? That's yeah. his pick. That, I, like I thought that was awesome. Cannonball yeah. mama. Maintenance mama. I like that. Pool cooking mama. I like that. Pool talking mama. No. No. And that's all. That's all we got. Yeah. So see, w- see, which see, one was mama's your favorite? So
2: light and petite that she doesn't even make a splash when she gets in the pool, so she can't do a cannonball. Oh, that was my favorite. Cannonball right. mama. Now I would be a cannonball, cannonball daddy. I can create you, a cannonball. You
1: had to throw the word "daddy" in there, right? Like you couldn't just keep it cannonball John, right? right. Had a cannonball daddy. And, and the and the way that he the way that he said "daddy," he was like cannonball. And they looked daddy, daddy, and then so let you know what. Let's talk about those eyes things that you got going on here because I don't think I, we can let that we can let that slide here today. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, yeah. we need to talk about it, right? Yeah, because he's been looking at me the whole time. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <in this> <laughs> <lighting>. <laughs> So John shows up at my house this morning and myself and Zach are sitting at the table and we're doing some work and all of a sudden work. he walks in and he's you yeah look at work. Me and you drop your coffee. And then he walks in with these blue eyes. And so I'm like, what the hell is going on with that? First I didn't know it. I'm like, man, it looks like he had a shitty night last <laughs> night. Like he didn't sleep. And I'm like, Hey John. And he's like, Oh man, I got some good sleep. And Jamie's like, Oh, he was snoring all night. And I'm like, Oh shit. And then I'm like, Very quiet about it. not, And I'm trying to look, but trying to get him not going, what are you doing looking at me in the eyes? Because they're not like a light, light blue. They're like this weird blue-brown kind of thing. And all of a sudden, I'm looking and looking back and looking back, and he's got freaking blue eyes. And I'm like, hey, John, do you wear glasses? Nope, don't wear glasses. Do you wear contacts normally? Nope, don't wear contacts normally. Okay. I turned to Zach and I'm like, hey, Zach, what's going on with this jaunting over here? And Zach's like, I don't know, man. It's freaking creepy as all get out. <laughs> so you, you want to share what it is? Is it because it's, it's Role Play, play Friday?
2: Role Play Friday. And so it's <laughs> it your turn this time dude. Yeah, huh? it was Role Play Thursday and Role Play Friday <laughs> when we're out in Texas.
1: So you want to tell us what the Blue Eyes is about? That's my natural color. Yeah, my natural color.
2: <laughs> I'm not John today. You're not John today. No. What are you? I'm Jonathan. <laughs> Johnny boy.
1: Johnny boy. Oh, that was even creepier how <laughs> yeah. quick that shot out of that cork over
2: there. Dude, Holy she, crap, that's dude, creepy. She has a list. Of, she, <laughs> when we get home, I have to dress into a certain attire, you know what I mean, on role play Fridays. Oh. So, this is part of the get up today. I'm going to be wearing my cowboy hat and my boots. and nah, there you go.
1: Now yeah. that makes total sense. You're yeah, out in Like Texas. John Wayne type uh, uh-huh. theme. That makes sense. Luckily, I don't think I'm going to see you till you come back to the next trip, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> shows up at my house with a cowboy hat on and a holster and all that. So anyways, no, I'm just messing with you. We, we have to give you a hard know, time, right? I know. So I, I knew it was happening. It not, you knew it was not going to pass, right? Absolutely. All right. Hey guys, let's do this. Let's take our final word from our sponsors when we come back. Zach, John, I want to get your final thoughts. The Hyper Pole from Ultimate Pool
0: Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at Ultimate Pool Tools.
3: Blu-ray all day. (laughs)
4: Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters available in two sizes deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today.
0: Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high-range removal with Pro Series. Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypak's new Avia HD models that utilize Nitech, their exclusive industry-first technology. Nitec heat exchanger technology is Raypak's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to copper nickel in critical surfaces, Nitech creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at RayPak.com slash Nitech.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation live podcast with myself, your host, Edgar De Jesus, And yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo. Mr. John J.J. Flawless, the fastest nerd in the West, the famous Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas. And we're still waiting for Janie's name. So I don't know. We'll have to figure that one out. Splish Splash Mama. Splish Splash Mama. No? I don't know. How about Mama? Just Mama? Pool Mama? It's got to be pool related. So, Pool Mama. The Pool Mama? Pool Mama. That works. No, I don't like no? that one. Okay. <laughs> it's got to be related Dude. into the pool. Well, he's not a good picker. We yeah, yeah, it's true because I didn't even come up with ours. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Zach, let me get your final thoughts. Yeah, so we talked about a lot today,
3: but when it comes to customer service, I guess my final thoughts on it would be is just when you're first looking at this, focus on the things that are right there in front of you because a lot of this stuff is easily obtainable. You can do it consistently. It has a low investment to no investment at all. So make sure that you're capitalizing on that before you start looking for other things that you think are gonna add value to your service that you have to spend money on in order to provide whatever it is that you're trying to do. And I just kind of want to recap that we hit on the four core items. Personalize your interactions. Not everyone's going to be the same. You have to tailor that interaction to the customer just the same as when you walk in a backyard. Not every backyard is going to be the same. Be available. Answer your phone. Be prompt. Respond to them. And then one of my favorite things that we talked about today is being proactive. And this one's big for me because John was saying it's like, It is a night and day difference. If you are the one proactively reaching out to the customer, all of a sudden you're the authority, you're the expert, you're doing your job, you're letting them know. But on the flip side, if you're being reactive and you're calling them or they're calling you with the issue, then all of a sudden it looks like you're not doing your job and you don't know what you're doing. Even though it's just one slight change, you're the one being proactive and not reactive to it. I think that's huge. And then lastly, we talked about just be competent and educate yourself. So, again, all of these things are very simple to achieve. Anyone can do it, there's a low cost to it. So, make sure that you're doing these things because they will immediately elevate you against your competition.
2: Mr. Flawless, final thoughts. Look, I spoke a lot already, and I did my thing where I spoke my final thoughts. Before my final thoughts, but I'm, <laughs> we need your final, final, final right? Final your thoughts. Final,
1: fi, fi, final, 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 final
2: thoughts. I'll leave it at this: customer service is an art, and it's not so much a skill. Really, it's easy. The majority of things that are going to set yourself from the competition are very easy to do, and we're talking very simple, simple things like answer your phone call people back, treat them with respect, do what you say you're going to do, don't be late, real simple crap. That's easy to do. But to really master it, it's an art and it takes many years to master it. And if you ever get to the point of mastering it, but anybody can learn it and anybody can be good at it, but it's not something that you're just naturally amazing at it. Some people are gifted, I guess, but very few are masters at it. And it takes years and years of hard work and dedication to get to that point. But I promise you that if you take those as one of your core fundamental things that you want to master or better for your business, I promise you it'll take you to levels that you've never expected that you can achieve because there is no install, there is no amount of understanding of hydraulics or understanding electrical, or understanding plumbing, or understanding chemistry, or any of that, that is going to excel you further than great quality customer service and human relation. You will go on a level like like you've never seen before. So I urge you that if you need to focus on something to help quickly improve your business, not only financially, but as far as like morale, this is the ticket. That's the golden ticket. And if you figure out, respect people, you understand that you're working with people and not just equipment or they're not just a number, they're a human being. And if you can find your way to, to master that, I promise you, you'll knock it out the park. So I'll leave it at that.
1: I think that customer service really gives you an opportunity to put yourself in a level all by yourself when it comes to that high level of service. And I think that it's not something that you can just put by the wayside and just not focus on it. If you're gonna do it, you, like Zach, we talk about it all the time. We talk about what's the strategy, right? What's the vision? What's the goal to it? And you have to give it some thought. It's not something that you just, oh, I'm gonna just do this and blah. It's like you you need to put some steps into place. You need to try some different things. And what you need to do is You have to go try it on your customers. You have to go see what works for the customers. And it's one of the biggest things that I did all the time when it was with my sales pitch or my customer service. I would go and I would pick up a golden nugget from somewhere and then I would go, okay, I'm going to go use this on my next customer interaction. I'm going to see how I can use that to leverage to build that relationship. And you have to give a thought. You have to strategize. You have to go out and put it into play. Sometimes you're going to screw up. That's okay. But what's going to happen is as you practice it and you are focused on it, you're just automatically gonna get better at it. It's gonna become second nature. And then next thing you know, you're gonna find yourself in a position where you're like, hey, I'm delivering something that nobody is delivering. And therefore I can charge more and people see a value in it. And just like the statistics we're talking about today, people are willing to pay more for that great customer service. And in our industry, you get a lot of the pool pros that go, oh, there's no opportunity to charge more money. But you have to think out of that box and you have to think, what are the things that the other customers don't do that I could do that are going to give me that leverage that I'm worth more? Learning about your products, learning about the chemistry, being able to educate a customer on things that they don't know puts you a step above everybody else and it gives you the advantage to be able to charge more. And then you build on top of that the customer service and the things that you want to focus at that customer service level. Now you're two steps ahead where you're able to charge twice for those things that a lot of the other pool pros aren't doing. So this is a big one. And I know that people go, oh, it's just customer service. Like, How do you value that? How do you put a tangible dollar to it? But it's a huge one that you guys need to focus on. So. Anyways, I want to thank you guys for coming out. By the way, have absolutely love doing this in the podcast studio today. I want to thank Spider. Spider makes my life so much easier because I could just... Come out here. I could do the podcast. I could sit here and play on the Insta chat and just have a good time. So thank you for that, Spider. Really appreciate it. And to our lovely audience out here today, thank you for coming and joining us on the podcast. We'll catch everybody next Wednesday on our Instagram Live. And then everybody stay tuned because Heritage is going to be dropping some stuff out here pretty soon, guys, that is going to be game-changing and they're going to come out on the podcast to talk about it. I think March 3rd is when you're coming back out, John. So March 3rd, we will have Heritage in studio. We're going to talk about what it is that they are dropping that we are all super excited about. So anyways, everybody have a great weekend. We'll catch you Wednesday on the Instagram Live. Bye, guys. See ya. See you. Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation
0: Podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com before you go. This is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com.